All right, boys, I've got a question for you. What's that? Yeah, let's do it. Our top story tonight, a quirked up white boy with a little bit of swag bust down sexual style. Is he goaded with the sauce? Find out after the break. That's been the topic on everybody's mind recently. And I had you guys both come in from your respective cities to yeah. weigh in on it. So is this guy goaded with the sauce? Is this quirked up white boy with a little bit of swag uh, busting it down sexual style? Is he? We already know. That's not a question. That's happening. That's okay? happening. That right, is the fact. Right, that's happening. But the, the question is, uh, and you have to decide, is he goaded with the sauce? Because I'm going to let you take this one first. I think that, like, if you only got a little bit of swag, but you're busting it down sexual style, like, I think you kind of have to be. That's got to be one hell of, like, swag you got going on. If you're just busting it down sexual style, like, come on. Now. So you're saying yes. You're saying I he is so. goaded with the sauce. Yeah, he's goaded with the sauce. Why I not? I thought he was going to say he wasn't because he was only a little bit. Uh, no, dude, but he, all right, so he's got a little bit of swag, but he's yeah. busting it down sexual style. Yeah. That's he's got to he have the sauce. He, like, he, so, yeah, that's the thing. He is busting it down sexual style. But why does that imply that he's... So I, I beg to differ. I think he's not goaded with the sauce. Okay, I, let's see. What, elaborate. Yeah, elaborate, dude. Because he only has a little... Sweat. Just because he's dressing it down sexual style doesn't mean he's... I don't think he's... Because goaded means he's the greatest of all time. And yeah, well, what if he had more swag? Some people come at that at like different from different directions. Yeah, you but know, he only like, has a little bit of swag or that. I, I feel like it's still too vague for us to tell. I actually, I kind of am somewhere in a middle ground here. I think that uh, you can tell somebody's goaded with the sauce, and it's more of like a feeling or something that you have to see. Just okay. because the news is reporting that he's busting it down sexual style doesn't mean that he's actually pulling That's it off. That's also true. That's true. Media can really change your your view of, of anything. I think yeah. you should do your own research and go see for yourself whether or not yeah, That's he's probably, goaded you, with you the sauce. You gotta pull really through like, the data yourself for sure. Or oh, just no, go, yeah, sure. find him, you know? see Even see a video at least, you know? You know, but if you're just going to take somebody else's word for it that he was busting it down textual style, what if you don't even think he has a little bit of swag? Maybe he does none, but, but they're but, just that's like just a little narrative that they're they're trying to get you to believe. You're you right, know, though. dude. You're so right. Because seeing is right. Only only seeing is believing, and so we have to see this ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> that's just the argument I'm making, right? Oh, no, because I get it. it it's who a knows valid how many argument. of these guys from uh, across this country are busting it down textual style? How many of them? could realistically be goaded with a sauce yeah it's true yeah, can only you know, one truly be. can only one of them truly be goaded if you're gonna go with the literal definition of goaded then i would say yes but i i think that the way that word gets used people are like oh he like he's one of <laughs> he those threw one touchdown he's the goat you know like <laughs> yeah people like, just misuse that word which doesn't mean that it's wrong to say that someone's goaded with the sauce yeah I think if you reach like a certain tier of sauce, then that's goaded. Well, it depends yeah, on what dude. kind of sauce you got also. Yeah. That's also true. But I think overall, like you can take the news for what it's worth, but really you got to do your own research and really just look yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you gotta, face value though. It seems pretty impressive that with only a little bit of swag, he's going so far. Yeah. And the, so, the, the fact the, that he made the news, I think is notable though. Yeah. So. He made like, the news and, and also he's a quirked up white boy. Like, you know, does not have like a negative well, connotation yeah. with a little bit of swag and no, it gets him like so far. I, I would say quirked up is quirked probably up a good is, thing, right? That is a good way to think. But, it's like you're, unique i'm quirky okay. you know you're kind of a quirked up white boy oh thank you well my whole thing on it is uh, here's going back to the media thing this is the thing about, about it they can really ch it's how they use their words to not change the story but to how they're portraying this because they're saying he's good with the sauce they didn't say he's lost well, in the sauce. now let's be 
clear here. They're asking you, the viewer, if he's goaded with the sauce. Right. This is like when the the you know sensationalized sports like headlines Let where the they're like, viewer at home decide. Yeah, they're like. Tom Brady loses his last game as a Buccaneer. Is he the worst quarterback of all time? Confirmed? Question mark? Because right. yeah. they're, they're, they're not saying that. No. They're asking you, though. The viewer, Would, yeah. Are you saying that? You know? So that's what they're saying. Goated with the sauce? Question mark? But that's yeah. that's the real question, though. Is he goaded in the sauce or is he lost in the sauce? That's the thing I'm trying why to figure is he, out. Why is he, he becoming lost in the sauce? Well, if sauce. we decide he's not goaded with the sauce, it opens up a whole range of possibilities exactly. for what his relationship to the sauce truly that's true. is. So if he's not goaded, he could be lost he in could the be sauce. Lost. I think it's worth bringing up. See, that's the thing. If Nick was running this news agency, he might have had the teleprompter say that. Okay. Quirked up <sighs> white boy is busting it down sexual style. Is he lost, lost. in the sauce? Right. Yeah, because right. they left out the fact that he had even a little bit of swagger. So on my that whole thing was, I probably wouldn't. At that point, it wouldn't be a broadcast; it would be a newspaper company. Because I feel like I could see that. Because you just want to, you want to go out of business immediately. I want to so go, like, go so old school that people <laughs> not reading my old ass newspaper. He's series. like, twenty twenty two. It's time to get into print media. Print media. <laughs> right? And 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 I'll basically be the the realistic Daily Bugle except instead of saying Spider-Man is a menace, it's all about Bring me pictures of a quirked up white boy busting it down <laughs> sexual style. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm trying to do, especially because it's all about the headline. Like No, that's how you get yeah, people to buy. Yeah, well, especially when you ask a question, it is Corked up white boy really goaded with the song. Yeah. Dude, I <laughs> think that mark? at that point, if you're just gonna do print media like that, you can just really say whatever the hell you want. It's, just, it's all shock value. It doesn't matter if it's freedom true or of not. Press, freedom, freedom of press, freedom of press, right? That's yeah, how freedom of press. Yeah. You know, That's I got another. How that works. I got another. You know, newspaper headline. Uh, uh, local paper supplier Dunder Mifflin apologizes to loyal customer. Some companies still know how business is done. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang, that is a long headline. It's and with that, we're, we're into this uh, episode of Affable Chat off script. <laughs> the episodes of Affable Chat that aren't about movies. I'm joined by the two most recurringest guests in Affable Chat history. I've got Nick Redia here and Hello. Kuz. How's it? And uh, how's it? Yeah, take it to the house. Yeah, dude. How's and, it, everybody? Uh, how are you guys doing? uh good we uh we woke up this morning got some coffee um got 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 the caffeine that we needed to to get the day it's still kind of morning so i'm 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 awake but i'm not like hyper i have the coffee hasn't hit yet but i'm in a good spot where i can where we're doing what what we want to do is do the podcast and talk yeah well you're you guys are in town for for big content reasons right oh yeah we've got some big uh, a lot of stuff going on this 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 on our quote unquote weekend because it's tuesday but but (laughs) it basically is our weekend (laughs) it's quote unquote weekend but yeah tuesday tuesday (laughs) yeah but uh yeah i mean kuz came up to do the spider-man no way home podcast which Which, by the time this gets released will be out for a week yeah so um that was really cool and then as at the time recording we're getting ready for nick's live performance on the apple chat live stream that's right uh, which by the way we are live every tuesday night 7 p.m eastern twitch.tv slash affable chat so come check it out i mean by the time people hear this they'll have already seen it they'll yeah. already know how great it was yeah i know for sure I, I do like 
finally being able to be a part of something that is actually always my Tuesday night routine like it's kind of like when you have a show that brought like that broadcast every every once every week and that's what my tuesday nights at 7 p.m i am plopped in front of the tv watching the apple chat stream sometimes i'm eating or cooking dinner oh that's pretty you're definitely plopping somewhere plopping and and you know who's plopped with me my dog oh yeah nicholas obama he loves to plop he loves to plop he loves to vibe and he loves apple chat content because whenever ben is at my place and let's say he's doing we're doing an off script in my studio or we're just hanging out Nicholas Obama or aka Henry my dog he loves Ben he loves coming to him and snuggling him I have he's a good dog photograph proof that you guys are buds and and listen if you guys want you know send us an email we will release the the photos of <laughs> yes. me and Nick's dog to like to, proof. as proof yeah. yeah yeah if any if there are any you naysayers out there yeah. saying that Nicholas Obama and Ben Carlson does not get along together at me well there's a guy who's goaded with the sauce there's no doubt definitely your dog nicholas obama there's no doubt that no doubt whatsoever and so and you know who's also good with the sauce is dylan and that's one of the guys i love that we share that you will that we that you share his his um his segments on uh, in the, the know, yeah. in the know, we're in gonna the be know. watching some of that on the stream as right, well. Dude. Definitely. Uh, well, speaking of uh, you know people in the Atlanta area in general, I want to hear a little bit about this place that I always hear you going to, Smith's Old Bar, I believe is what it's called. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So what, what's your connection with Smiths? So what's cool about Smiths is it's a it's a kind of a hole in the wall. It's a restaurant slash bar. Uh, sports bar. They have th- what's cool about it. It's it's like one of the most l- legendary bar slash open mic type venues. So for in you, the Atlanta area, right? Yeah. So for you going to old uh, Smith's Bar, uh, it's sort of like <laughs> no, an, no, Smith's old bar. Smith's old Smith's bar. old bar. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Smith's Old Bar. It's for you. It's an opportunity. It's not just going there to like have a good time. Not so just you're, you're not just going there to get wasted. It is a good time, but I'm. I, so that's the thing. You, it is either you can go there to get wasted because the <laughs> the cool part about Smith's Old Bar is there's three different stages. There's one, okay. the main one, or the the rather the open mic one, the one that's in the main room right. where everyone's like watching. There's the Atlanta room, which sometimes we'll have to do open mics in there whenever there's a Steelers game, which I don't get that. It's an Atlanta bar, but whenever there's a Steelers game on, that's when they are like, peep, like that's when they have to move the stage for open mic night to the Atlanta room. Because they're like, but there's going to be too many Steelers fans here. It's like, wait, aren't we in Atlanta? Well, shouldn't it be a Falcons game? Dude, sometimes like the you know community of football yeah. fans will congregate to just one spot. It also, depends on how many fans you know, like, are, uh, of uh, like of a group of a, a certain fandom are also, in an area. Also, you're in a major city. I'm sure that every team has like one spot that they'll yeah. like, go to also, to just congregate in. So. You know, d- no disrespect to the Falcons, but yeah. the Falcons yeah. suck. Dude, Falcons so. Yeah, the Falcons are kind of. Well, I have to say that as a Saints fan, the Falcons suck, and especially because the last game that the Saints and Falcons played was the Saints coming to Atlanta and just just demolishing. Oh, dude, remember when the Falcons? I wanted to hear more about Smith Smith's old bar. So, so the reason I'm interested in Smith's old bar isn't necessarily to hear about like what people necessarily do there regularly or Mm -hmm. like which sports team they care about at Smith's old bar. Right. I want to know more about these Monday night open. Open Mics. that you've been yes. going to because you've been going there for a while haven't you uh yeah that's typically so like even though i've been living in atlanta for a little over a year now it is a little difficult to 
still explore just because there's a lot of traffic and I'm not trying to like drive through it. And also the pandemic yeah. still kind of going on. Um, this year is why my New Year's resolution was more so just to finally branch out and do more shows and music stuff in general and Monday nights. And so the really cool thing about Smith's is be, there's, there's always Monday nights and that's kind of what I used to do when I was still in Greenville going to a place called Smiley's uh Smiley's Acoustic Cafe, right, right, in Greenville, in downtown Greenville, and that was always on a Monday night. No, I remember. Those and so days, I yeah. kind of, when I found out Smith had their like open mics on Monday nights, I was like, that's perfect. I'm just going to do what I do at Smith- Smiley's here at Smith's, right, and right. Uh, and it's it's a good time. Uh, what's cool is the, the the supporting music community that is always there, particularly these two guys that I, I would love to shout out, uh, Joel Keeley. You can find him on, on Instagram. I think it's just jo- Joel Keeley Music, like Billy Joel, and then Keeley, K-E-E-L-E-Y, I believe. And then another guy is Maddie Music Madness. That's his that's his Instagram um, username. Oh, and, I and think I see him posting videos. He like... typically is the one. Yeah, he, oh, I love Maddie because he always has like a tripod. And every time we're doing Smiths, he's recording everyone. He's always been putting wow. them on. He's That's a big social epic. media guy. And I really, I love that him and Joel are always at the open mics with me there because we're all good buddies. We all like to just hang and whatnot. And we also are, are like, I've finally got both their numbers and we're trying to collab with more music people just in the Atlanta area yeah, just so I can dude. surround myself with that scene. And Smith, Smith's open mic scene, like the, the musicians there, it's a very friendly community and very supporting. When I well, can't, how many people perform each night at open mic? So that so th- here's the the real kicker because it's one of the most legendary bar like music bars oh. in at, in Atlanta. It's historic because tr- even trains performed at Smiths. Wow. Before. Really? I think on the biggest stage, which is the one upstairs. It's not the Atlanta room. Okay. It's not the main one. It's the bi- it's the third one. That's like the bigger stage. I've the never like used. Omega stage. And this the is Omega yeah. stage. And this is like Thomas, right? I assume when you said which train was it? What? Which train was it that performed Thomas? Tom, no, just like the band. <laughs> yes, Thomas, Thomas. The, the train engine. Yes, the tank engine. Thomas, Thomas. and his friends. Because it's Thomas and friends. Right, that's the band. That's no, the I, band. I know. I know At first, I was like, what? But I finally got it. My brain wasn't registering. Um, so there's but, three different stages? There's three different stages. Yeah, we dude. typically use the main one, but sometimes we got to use the Atlanta room. The Atlanta room is a little more of a intimate thing you can probably okay. hear better in there it's not much chaos going there it's sort of like a private show what's cool versus... about smith's though is that it's also a good bar they have good they have a lot plenty of tvs if i want because i also do like football so i do want to like see what has happening on the game right. Right. yeah it would usually i mean during the season monday night football is probably on while you're there right? it right. is and, and that's the cool thing i can watch performance but also there's tv so i can also watch football that smith's is a good place the but, the and i don't want to say it's the problem well, but okay go ahead. the real kicker with smith's is you got it like I live about 25, almost 30 minutes away. I have, and it's signups start at like 7.30, 7.45. I have to get there at least 7.30 just to make sure that I get a good spot or sign up quickly because because it's a so, so historic, so many people flock to it. Yeah, and yeah. If, you're, if you're not careful, if you get there like at 8 and the whole thing's signed up, you're not going to go on until like after okay, 11 so p.m. That's pretty okay. cool though because it sounds like it's a pretty hopping place. So, yes. yeah, I dude. mean, it's you it's and these place. two other guys. You guys are kind of a squad, but there's like a bunch of other people there's every other, week. And there's still other people who always who are, are always there Monday night. There's yeah. a girl named M Day who's talented. She's got like kind of a following on TikTok and okay. whatnot. Uh-huh. She's she goes there a lot. Um, 
I'm trying to think. There's a guy named Gordon who does the piano really well, and he has he plays his, his own original. It sounds awesome. I really want to go. Yeah, I would love for you too. to go because um, de- definitely if you ever have a Monday, Tuesday, basically what we've been, we're doing this quote unquote weekend, I would love for you to come down and even you, Coos, because uh, Dylan who who does the in the know stuff, he lives in Atlanta too. He's actually the the cl- probably the closest friend in Atlanta that I have just because I have so much history with him before right, I even moved right. there, and. He, the cool thing about Dylan is he all not only does he come to support me, but he brings a crowd. And what's cool is the crowd he brings. I've I've met them. I've talked yeah, to them. Cool guys. They're cool guys. Yeah, they're and they cool. like they like what I do. They they actually have come more than once. They'll be like, okay, I'm gonna, I want to I want to go now oh, that I've seen Nick sets. Dude. I want to see what he does again. And I appreciate that as, that, a, yeah. as a newcomer to the city. Yeah, I mean, and, on its own, that's a really cool thing to do. Like bring a crowd to your yeah. friend's performance. Yeah, but also. Th- I've just always been impressed with the people that Dylan surrounds himself with. The yes. Periphery. Yeah, and as a member of that community of people <laughs> who like know, are friends with Dylan, I feel like it's good company. Like, and what's I'll, cool is we all have spent time because when we did the podcast, when he was on the podcast back yeah, when we summer of when you interviewed yeah. him, that was in my Atlanta studio. That that same day later on, we went to their the dart their darty was it was a day party where they were uh had this big beach ball and and you guys got to basically meet everyone who comes to the dude, that was an epic yeah, party that was, was a great really party those are good party, people dude. and i i remember i got to see them again when it was dylan's birthday we all s- squatted up back at that house okay and it was a great time but, um, but back to smith's old bar yeah what is i guess when you're signing up like because the way I think of a show, right? I haven't been to many open mics, sure. but when I think of a show, it's usually like acts like ramping up to get to like the best act, mm-hmm. right? Which I'm sure is not what the case at an open mic. But like, what's kind of the format? Does it just whoever goes first and then so first comes first serve, right? Cool. Much. Kind Do of you fr- want to go earlier or later? Or like sometimes, what time slot is the best? Sometimes going earlier can be the... I like to be at least within the first 10 people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right, but because, how long does the ten people? Do you play so, one song each? Or? So, so let me break it down. When it starts, we have there, there's a open mic band that they can either play with you or you can just play on your own, and it's led by uh, a guy named Geo, very very talented guy. He's in a band called Edgewood Heavy, who also is like really pop, popping okay. off in Atlanta. But he's like the main guy on the mic who's who will announce who's performing next, and each each uh, performer gets two songs to perform. Two, okay. two. Because you got to amount for setting up one, and it's two songs or fifteen minutes, whatever comes for, or I think I think it's fifteen minutes, not ten minutes, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. whatever comes first, and uh, and that's why within the first, because at ten p.m. Who it doesn't matter who was next in line. The 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 at ten p.m. the the featured artist. They always have oh. a featured artist, and I've been the featured artist one time. They do a thirty minute set. Whoa. That's awesome. I think it's like five okay. song, five or six songs, and um, you basically get to promote yourself. And I I got to be the featured artist uh, back in like October or November of That's last year because that is a really good community. They knew that I was a newcomer and right. and that I was new to the area, and they were like, oh well, we and I told them that I had you know more material and they were like oh we'll do a we'll do a feature artist yeah and it's really cool and so once the feature artist is done they go back to the list who was who was like last and that's the thing that's why i like to do within the first 10 people because by 11 or 12 probably 13 uh like the 13th person person that's when 
it's like almost 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because you're also having the band just jam while they're getting the next person up on stage. Right, and it's Monday night, so, you know, some people might stay out and burn the midnight oil, but, you know, most people got work. Exactly. That's why, yeah, and also I live, like like I said, 25, 30 minutes away. By the time I'm done, uh, not that I don't want to stay for everyone else, but I also work at Starbucks. I got to wake up and open a store at 5 in the morning the next day. So I I try to make sure I'm, I'm going on by like 9.30. That way, when I'm done with my set, I can stay for maybe one or two more acts, and then I, I head home. Like you can support the homies. And then, I'm trying like, to. I try done? to. That's the problem with because it's just Atlanta also just has a lot of traffic, as we all know. Right. Uh, but Smithsville Bar is definitely a worth it place to go. I felt bad because I think it was last week I was going to do an open mic, but because I always open a, a Starbucks and I'm always. Just so exhausted. I took a nap and I overslept. And I even got Dylan Dang. to drag him and his crew there. And I, and he was like, wow. dude, where are you at? And I was I woke up and I was like, Dylan, I'm so sorry. In all cast, I'm so sorry I overslept. And he was such a bro about it. He was like, don't even worry about it. It's, being here is still a fun time. He's like, obviously, the best case scenario is if you're here to performing. But don't even feel... He made me... He was like, don't even worry about it, dude. You you know, you probably need nice to sleep guy. anyway. Oh, Dylan's guy. the man. And uh, yeah, it, I mean, it does sound like it's a pretty cool place. Yeah. Whether it's you're cool there or not. I mean, it is really yeah. fun. That's where I'd want to go Because they there, also but. have a, a crap ton of pool tables. They have darts. They have, I think, a, a couple arcade games. And what part of what part of Atlanta is this in? It's right outside Midtown. Okay, uh, uh, very good place. I, w- I would love for you guys to come and check it out because it's a very very cool spot. Um, it's really really cool, really really cool. Really, really and and they have a lot of a large selection of drinks. They even have you know, like I said, it's a sports bar, so they have food too. They have like chicken strips, French fries, wings. <laughs> I mean, this just sounds like bar food. But it I is mean, basically bar it, food. It's, it's cool that they have like bar fare. You listen, know? I, but for, what's me is I'm not the pickiest of eaters. Oh, I'm not like very specific. Bar food is food. Like I'll, I'll take it. I like. Sure. Well, what is she going to get when you're at a bar? You but I, I think, I guess what I'm saying is we can move off of the subject of oh, the food, normal yeah. food yeah. that they yeah. have at this bar. <laughs> yeah. But I think it is cool you get to... Um, That's really epic. To, dude, to yeah. be able to perform. And, and part of the reason why we have here you here today is so that you can share that performance with us, guys yes. who don't live in Atlanta. And it's harder for us to um, get to one of your performances. Or just have the time, really, just to take off work and things like that. So it's nice to be able to uh, share you here in the Affable Chat studio. The, the, the funny thing is, it's also sometimes just me, though. I'm the one that can be a little too busy or, or I, it's, it's all about making the, not the sacrifice, but that's taking uh, the time to put in. It's all about the hours you put that's in. Just, uh, that's just daddy capitalism at work, you know, and that's just screwing well, us all over. That's why my news resolution, rather than most of them, are always like me needing to go back to the gym and do more work. For this year, it's more so like I got to monitor what's happening with this pandemic so I can see what's places will be open yeah. for me to perform at. And, that's, and of course, this is your Lunar New Year resolution is what you're saying. It's my Lunar New yeah. Year. Yes, How long does the Lunar New Year last? How many days long is that? Um, It's basically February to February. The whole... M- yeah, it's a well, whole lunar year. Okay, but when is Lunar New Year, though? When's the- it's today. That's today. Lunar February New Year's 1st. Day is today. It's February 1st, and that is the start of the Lunar oh. New Year. It is currently the year of the tiger. Okay. And uh, it's 2022. And, what was uh, last year's? The year um, of the I think it was the year frog? of the horse. No, horse? it's not the frog. I think it's the year of the horse last year. Oh, interesting. I think. Um, 
What wow. are you, what's your lunar New Year's resolution? Oh, I'm a, oh my lunar is your resolution. Um, probably to uh see my friends more like really go out and like go on definitely going on like some sort of like vacation trip i really liked going to vegas last year yeah and i'd like to have a trip where we can all like go together and do something like that i feel like that is a kind of a good one but i feel like you could probably be more productive if you were working on becoming a little bit more quirked up you know, that's fair. Or, you know, practicing busting it down, you know, right. whatever style you or, want. Or no, just being sure. goaded with the sauce, you know. Well, you let's, never... let's keep it in perspective. Let's, let's make yeah. it an achievable let's not, goal. Yeah, let's keep it too far know, with yeah. that. Yeah. Let's, let's be reasonably successful. And that's another thing, too. I would like to get <laughs> uh, my like home office set up like, you know, a little bit more straightened out or efficient. Um, I'm, but, I'm uh, still on that. Uh, trying to run 122 uh, miles. miles in 2022. How many miles are you at now? Five. <laughs> five is good, though. Five miles. Yeah, five is good listen, when you're listen. second still, month in the it's year. It's February now. It's the yes. first year. So you still have plenty of time. I you're definitely do. And that's the thing. I'm trying to keep myself accountable by like talking about it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and right. On the stream and all that stuff. Cool. But I honestly was hoping to make it out of January with more than five. But more than I, five. I was sick at the beginning of the month. So that's I lost true. a lot of time. And yep. you know, I'm, I'm ramping up. Because it, like right now, I'm not running very far in each run. But I can feel myself getting stronger. Yeah. It's yeah. like that um, million dollar man. They're like, gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology, stronger, faster. You know, like I'm, I'm rebuilding my body and becoming, uh, getting back into running shape. Yeah, and then I'll be able to uh, run more than like one mile at a time and keep getting right. more miles mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. I'm hoping to be just like taking, biting off big chunks of the goal and hopefully crest over right. 122. I, I like the perseverance on you. I, I really do. And, well, let's and, see if I do it. You know, I'm yeah. still only at five. <laughs> well, yeah. still only at five, but you know, you can you can make it happen. That's uh, there and that's there's always implemental. You know, there's always steps you can take to to try, try and help help yourself reach your like for well, like I'm, I'm just using as an example. Me and my goal was to do more music stuff. I th- currently the most of the month of January, I was updating or upgrading my um my home studio. Because I finally got a new battery for my for my like latest MacBook Air, um, because because my girlfriend's mom gave it to me, but it hadn't been put out of the box for like a whole year, so the battery right. just wor- it got worn out. So I had to get re- it replaced, but I finally did. And then I downloaded a bunch of music softwares for it. I'm I'm literally transferring in the, currently in the process of transferring all my stuff from the old Mac to this new one. What's good about this is I'll be able to have more have more than one music software to use i'll be able to use a lot of different instrument sounds with my midi board a lot of just making upgrades to the studio is also a good feeling i'm already also about to get some new subwoofers so i can really make sure i'm getting good sound quality from what i'm making that's pretty epic dude i'm not gonna lie to you it sounds like like, it's just fun it's a fun thing for me whether i make something successful or not i'm just like you know what this is cool it's still a good time for me to invest my time into it absolutely it's it's awesome 
Um, Going back to my New Year's resolution, yeah. our goal potentially, if we can, if Joey and I can be in the same place at the end of the year, yeah. like in the same location, right. we want to do a all running podcast. Really? Where, where see this little see this thing right here that we're using to record this? Yeah, this thing ha- it can be battery powered, and we could carry it on a oh, run wow. and wear headphones and carry microphones and do a podcast while we're running. running oh, I like time. that. Dang, That's the goal: dude. is to be as in shape as possible by that time so that i can actually survive and do a whole podcast on the run and if i'm not in shape then it'll really be hilarious because i'm gonna be all out of breath (laughs) yeah like literally be dying welcome back (laughs) (laughs) you're sweating into the mic yeah oh man you'll do it though i I have faith in you i appreciate that support man it's uh it's really not that hard of a goal it's really not i just it's very reasonable I, i just Honestly, overall, I think New Year's resolutions are a little bit silly. You Most know, things are yeah. just time management. It's just all about what you put well, your time it's into. it's not that doing something to improve your life is silly. It's the whole like, oh, I'll do it at the beginning of the year. That's kind of silly. It's like, why not just improve your life? You know? Yeah. Like, why wait for this? And then also just with the failure rate of New Year's resolutions. It's like, maybe oh, this yeah. isn't the best way. Like, don't put all your eggs yeah, in this basket. Yeah, always like, you know, keep it kind of reasonable. You know, don't People like under- these estimate how busy January and February are. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. I feel like my whole life is busy at this point. Yeah, yeah. When is it same not busy season. You know? Yeah, you know, it, they're like work is always said like, oh well, there will be like ups and downs. Sometimes we'll be busy. Sometimes we'll be quiet. That's it's why it's like, always when you're hitting we up have your friends. Been straight up balls to the wall yeah. since probably July of last year. Like yeah. it has not slowed down, and it's gotten yeah. more busy. Well, that's why so. when you're always hitting up your friends, i.e., like all, all of us, is always like, hey, what are you doing this this sad? Or hey, what, what are you doing in a month? Yeah. So you have to you have to be able and i i think when it comes to like the people that you care about like 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 i said you guys it's it's easier for us because we are kind of all in the same we're always like oh like i also want to see you too so let me check my my schedule well one of my well i wouldn't even i wouldn't say close friends but let's just say somebody that we all know is about to become a lot easier to schedule time with uh because he recently uh, announced his retirement and that's tom brady Wow. Yeah. yeah he, well, wait right. a minute. Did he actually announce his retirement? He did today. Uh, the February wow, first. He finally the day did where, today. Yes. Wow. So, yeah. It was kind of weird because he. It was announced. I think it was Adam Schefter who like first broke the news that Tom Brady was going to retire at the end of the season, or like just uh, he's retired and done. Now. Well, technically, the season is over for him because they oh, lost. They in lost the, yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So it was. It wasn't during. It wasn't like he was like I'm quitting and the Buccaneers are going to have to play without me for the rest of this right. year like he waited obviously he waited till the end of the season and then that's crazy and then he's announced he doesn't want to play football Wait, what time did he announce this so hold on so th- there's a weird timeline for this because it was announced like last week yeah right and everybody was like tom brady's retired oh my gosh the goat like confirmed goat. but he didn't come out and say it he actually came out and said i haven't made an announcement yet mm-hmm. yeah. i like they basically jumped the gun somebody found out that tom yeah. brady was going to say he's going to retire and they were like Oops! Like, media. Yeah, I blur. I like, I blabbed about it, yeah. and then Tom Brady yeah. was like, "I'm gonna announce it myself because it was like bad timing." Ben Roethlisberger, who's also a like decently yeah. legendary quarterback, had just retired. Right. So everybody's like taking a moment to be like, "Wow, wasn't Ben Roethlisberger a great quarterback?" And then it's like, "Nope, stop <laughs> paying attention to him because Tom Brady. Tom Brady, the goat, five yeah. more Super Bowls than yeah. Ben Roethlisberger." Yeah. And uh, anyways, so. 
Tom Brady was like, I haven't announced anything. And then as of today, he put out his own personal statement and said, I'm retiring. Dang, yeah. I feel like that would have been the first thing you told me when you woke up this morning. Because like, that is monumental. Because I remember... Yeah, I felt like it was pretty legit. Adam Schefter, when he announces it, it's like, Adam Schefter doesn't really lie about this kind of stuff. Yeah. So the yeah. fact that he announced it, I was like, it's probably true. And then Tom Brady came out and said, I haven't Renee. announced I'm retiring yet. Yeah, Not like, saying I'm not retiring. Yeah. You know? So it is still huge, though. Oh, it's but the shock huge. has kind yeah. of worn off because it, you know, was already announced. It's right. kind of like, I mean, we've talked about this album constantly on this podcast, but but when Kanye announced Donda, it was kind of like, oh, it is we a little knew. bit like that. It's, it's also a little bit like, um, is it too early to reference anything from No Way Home? Um, maybe. I guess I it's mean, like I feel like I we're don't on that. Think so. We're on that threshold. Well, where I'll do one like, not, start talking about. Sure, it. Yeah. I'll say one that's not too much of a spoiler. It's like when I saw Doc Ock in the Spider-Man movie, and I was like, I knew he was going to be in it. Sure. Right. You know, I didn't know for sure until I saw the movie or to what capacity, but I knew he was going to be in it. Same thing yeah. with Tom Brady. It's like now, like when I first found out Doc Ock was doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's insane. Yeah. Which is how I felt when i found out tom brady was quote unquote retiring right the first and then time, now that yeah. it is confirmed it's, it's like okay well i kind of have already reacted so we've had a couple reaction. days to like stew on it really yeah but not is. to not to undermine it though it's, no, it's sure. freaking crazy it's still big news. do you guys remember when we used to watch football before tom brady played yeah no i don't i no. don't i was too no. young you i know? was way too young to really like be interested or like have like a skin in the game really to- before well, tom I, brady yeah i mean we were but seven you know before yeah. tom brady took over and just started yeah, his reign of terror way longer than but when i was actually tuning into football yeah. i mean even younger than that actually because he played for 22 years i don't think he played his rookie season so 21 years but it, uh, yeah. it's we were like cool six being or five it's cool being able to like look at football when when i did i mean because at that point it was when he was on his climb to getting the five I was, rings well, i was literally four years old when yeah tom brady started playing like well know. he started playing in the pros because even before before that he was relevant in college in football, college football. Oh, and it's man. like wild that we're finally going to see a post tom brady era yeah just again it's crazy. just insane because we're all pretty much i mean i, I don't want to speak for either of you but i think all three of us like football the most out of all the sports right yeah. just like our, and as americans like that's pretty on brand for sense. us yeah but yeah. to see this guy who in 20 seasons as the starter went to the Super Bowl 10 times. Yeah. Like on average, every other year, he's at least going to the Super Bowl and he won seven of those 10. Like, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, it to- is com- really like, very good record. It's crazy to think like, we'll, we might never see another Tom Brady. You know? Well, that's we why might, I like probably seeing won't. there's already, I, I'm pretty sure there's also, it's definitely on Hulu. There are spe- like documentary specials about this one man. Like who, like oh yeah, his oh, history I mean, in football is just unmatched. Well, he's definitely uh, goaded with all the sauce. Yes, there's a quirked up white there's boy that we don't have to boy. even doubt. He's absolutely Who's busting it down sexually. Like, well, he doesn't even. Ha- yeah, I mean, he the way he achieved it was more of like a. Um, Busting it down on the field type thing. Yeah. You know? It wasn't sexual to me, but I think a lot of people do actually consider Tom Brady, at least depending on which hairstyle they like the most from him, <laughs> yeah. very sexual. Very you sexual. know, for him, at least. Of course. You remember when he had like the flow going I on? Do he did have that. a nice flow. Yeah, he had a nice flow. flow. I just yeah. like, uh, well, every NFL pro player is going to have their assortment of ads. 
But I do like the ones that Tom Brady has chosen. Like, I, I think he was in a Subway ad one time. Yeah. Actually, one, multiple times. Definitely. No, I mean, he's had some decent ads. I did like the one where it was Gronkowski calling him on the phone. Oh, And he yes. has bad connection. And he's, like, trying to encourage Tom Brady to retire and come to Tampa and, like, yeah, play golf with him and right. just hang out. But then because of the distorted connection, he's like, Tom, like, unretire, come to, t- like, play for Tampa, win another Super Bowl with me. And then he yeah. did all that shit like <laughs> it was i don't know like especially I, I know some people will look at this and they're like "Ooh, tom brady going out on an l you know he lost to the rams and going back to the um like uh thing we we're talking about with the headlines you yeah. know right. being like is tom brady literally like the worst of all time is he like <laughs> no sauce at all for tom brady because he lost to the rams but th- that will go away people are going to remember what he did which is that like yeah. as time passes people will remember him going to tampa bay and winning it's a championship yeah, and, and at this point like all tom brady has to say is just stats scoreboard yeah scoreboard, scoreboard. it's not even close because actually this is like an interesting part of growing up in the tom brady era yeah. was when i first got into football the goat was joe montana yes the 49ers right. quarterback number 16 he won four super bowls and like to everybody back then they're like four super bowls like that's yeah. joe montana was definitely the huge name like when i was younger. Oh, of course yeah. it's like there's no nobody's gonna catch joe like nobody he's could joe catch cool joe. he's the goat quarterback and, and then tom brady just blew him out of the water tom brady didn't just match him didn't just exceed him he just doubled completely him. destroyed him almost doubled him yeah, yeah. no almost. more than doubled him dude well I 10 mean, super bowls versus four super bowls well joe oh, montana seven. only ever right. went to four super bowls that's true oh wow but he won all four that he went to right that's tom, cool though yeah it's i'm not saying joe montana that's right joe tom montana brady, is still number two legend, of yeah. all time i guess quarterback wise no, but that's right yeah. tom brady Tom Brady, seven. Tom Brady won seven, so okay, almost, almost doubled doubling. it. You're right, yeah. But did attend more Super Bowls yeah. than uh, than Joe Montana did. So, and that's the thing. As a Niners homer, I was always like, I still think Joe Montana's better. But even I eventually had to admit that obviously Tom Brady has a more impressive career. The more Super the Bowls he there. won or even went to, the that was with me. I was just like, dang, I can't. I just can't deny this man. Yeah, the so, the clear talent, especially when you watch football and you see all the random bullshit that happens in football all the time you're like we had the better team but like all this random like flags and fumbling the ball and all these weird or the quarterback being like skittish or nervous well i guess yeah that's what i'm saying is like even with like a really good team you can still lose because football is so chaotic yeah and tom brady is able to tame that chaos more often than not and or even control it sometimes yeah yeah it just seemed otherworldly yeah so it's really cool i don't know i just it's it's a big moment in like sports to have tom brady's career come to an end and like we can ask that question like is this the greatest athlete of all time of all time no for sure and i know people will be like oh he's not michael phelps is a better athlete and it's like that's fine if you're like more of a swimming person but or individual sport person see i disagree um, i think rocky balboa right. is the greatest athlete of all time sure and there's a debate to be had there but i think it's just an opportunity to ask the question sure uh even though rocky isn't real we, yeah. it doesn't <laughs> yeah, take right. away the fact that he is like a champion yeah i'm sorry but do you think tom brady could go 10 uh, 15 rounds with ivan drago <laughs> i'm just <laughs> honestly tom brady is the ivan drago though because he, he had is that, he yeah, had the tb12 system where he doesn't eat like strawberries and he, he doesn't eat like all these different foods and right yeah is that really something tom brady yes yeah, dude. how do you not eat strawberry 
because they don't you, like make him stronger. Like yeah, he dude. has this really precise diet, a, and that's why he was forty-four years old and playing like the best player in the league. It, that's right. Dude. You got to be so specific with the things you eat and don't. And that's that's really what be it, it, it's. That's the difference between being just a meatball just person who's just trying to get healthy. Did you say a meatball person? Yeah, like or someone a who's like just not person. Is that a person made of meatballs, or you're a person who eats meatballs? It's it's kind of just a terminology. I I get that from Rocky. It's, it's like you know what you are. You're a meatball. You're 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 just some you know some nobody. Yeah. Not not saying you're a nobody, but what my point is like there's a difference between someone who's just a regular person who's trying to get fit and an athlete. Oh, yeah. who is who has a trainer like like with them at all times, like yeah. telling them what schedule to go yeah. on. Like it, it's really. Oh, it's different. different it's all different, the, different. It I mean, different. that's that's part of why Tom probably would prefer to be retired. Yeah. Because first of all, what what else does he have to prove? He's already the goat, and it's not even close. Yeah. Um. Second, he doesn't have to like do all the regimented shit that he has to do to maintain yeah. his body, being as old as he is. Like, just like another cherry picked football stat. Yeah. The uh, divisional round, or sorry, the uh, yeah, the divisional round the divisional of the playoffs. Round. In the NFC, Tom Brady, so there's four teams in the divisional round yeah. of the NFC playoffs. Tom Brady was older than the three other coaches that were coaching the other teams. Wow. So, yeah. So he, not only is he the oldest player, he's older than some of the coaches. Yeah, dude. That's so, crazy. He's beyond like a sure. reasonable time frame for retiring. So it's yeah. like to retire at this point, nobody can say like, oh, Tom couldn't hack it. You know, like yeah. he's not, yeah. he just couldn't, he didn't have it anymore. He arguably still does have it. And also, he's older than anybody who ever has had it. Yeah. Yeah. He's still busting it the down. Old Sexual soldier. style is what I'm saying. Yeah. On the field. Yeah. <laughs> this quirked up white boy is still busting it down. Yeah. This style. quirked up white boy <laughs> retires with seven Super Bowl trophies. Is, is he goaded with the sauce? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah, uh, that's good. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I had as far as like prepared topics. If you guys have anything else, um, um, you know, yesterday was 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 a fun day because because you know Ben, you were at work doing what you doing what you one of the things one of the many things you do best doing your job job, your job job. I say many things because you got the the podcast and stream. But oh, one of the things you stop. do, you're buttering is, me up. Yeah. So while you were doing that and being all grand, grand, Coos and I were just having some time to ourselves. We went and got sandwiches, and, and while we're driving through the beautiful city of Columbia, South Carolina, wow. We're and I say beautiful just because it's just it's it's compared you don't have to that, like, yeah, because you Atlanta. don't have very good eyesight. So well, that and all, I don't guessing. have good eyesight, and also Atlanta traffic is just horrible. We, so ben, being in an area had, where there's just not that much traffic. We had compared. sort of a golden opportunity where there was pretty much just us on the road yeah. and some like students kind of walking around on quiet, campus. It was a quiet, quiet so, like, 11 It was a very, very cozy drive over to Beezer's. And it's not, yeah, Beezer's, the, one of my favorite restaurants in Columbus, it's a good sandwich shop. It, it's course. basically Jimmy John's without the elephant slaughtering. And uh, I, I think I... I it was just such a good aesthetic because, and in my mind, actually not in my mind, while we were, I was the one driving us, I was playing this playlist that I have that's that's called Sweet Columbia. And it's basically just the whole aesthetic of it is the idea that- What if our lives our were lives like, were like a, 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 a A sitcom, almost TVMA, F, workaholics, always sunny in Philadelphia type sitcom about these 
guys who went to college or, or, or just had friends who went to college at, at University of South Carolina, and it takes place in Columbia. Because, again, the aesthetic of Columbia is great, and I'm, we're driving down all these roads getting to the sandwich shop. But it's not, and, like, exclusively in Columbia, because we've had episodes, quote-unquote episodes, at your, like, In studio. Atlanta, yeah, yeah, sure. But the, 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 the feel of it and, and the, the, the plot thickens it definitely take like originates from columbia south carolina because that's that's where the original quote-unquote show takes place and and this is just the show of our lives where it's just you me you kuz me ben and our buddy anthony we all have our college days and that's kind of what sweet columbia the the soundtrack that i like made for it is and it's mainly a lot of jazz music and that's what i i could hear that in my head when i'm going down all these different roads and in the downtown Columbia right. area. And I'm like, this is cozy. It's perfect for transitional, you know, yeah, it's if you want to jump from, if, if our life was a show, you jump from the, the exterior or interior of Beezers. And then you go from there to back to Ben's crib in Columbia and seeing what shenanigans these characters are pulling. And it's just, I, I like being able to, I feel like a lot of people look at their show as if it's like a TV show sometimes to make it more, their lives more interesting or fun. They look at their show as if it's a TV show? They look at their, their life. Lives. Oh, okay. Like, did I say show? I mean, they look at their lives as a TV I think show. this TV show is a TV is show. It's a TV yeah. show. <laughs> this show is literally made of show. Um, if you were going to make a sitcom about your life, though, what like established actor who's kind of late in their career, but like still definitely very legendary, a, a would name. you want to pull in to be like a character on the show, like a featuring type character? <sighs> Basically, I'm asking who would be D- your Danny DeVito? Yeah, who, who would be would our be Danny DeVito? Oh, um, and you can't say it's me. I can't. Well, you're not no, a legendary you actor. You know, like, you're right. Late you in his career, with like a lot of Kuz is like, what we have still. instead of in our show. Kuz is, I feel like, what we have instead of that. But if I did have to pick an actual like a list actor or name or something like that, um, I may choose someone like Jason Sudeikis or or um, okay. I'm trying to think of another person. Honestly, I, I love Donald Glover, but I, I don't know if he is one of those legends. He's not yet. old enough. He's, He's not still, old enough. He's still like prime. still kind of a young. The, I guess maybe you don't have to have someone who's old. But Arnold I feel like Schwarzenegger Donald, would be great. I was just thinking the thinking same Arnold. thing, especially if he's willing to do kind of the way Danny DeVito does and humble himself to be like anything that the show yeah. needs him to humble be. himself to be anything and still like because it's all the reason always sunny one of the, well actually sorry one of the many reasons always sunny is great is because it's the way danny devito plays that character frank so <coughs> by that logic <coughs> excuse me it would be all about how arnold schwarzenegger plays his character would he because it's all about the certain lines and the way he says it like like there, there's certain no. things that, and I, feel, yeah, I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger is a perfect actor for that kind yeah, of like scenario. Yeah, but like Arnold pervert. Yeah, like no, dude, Arnold would be put the your one toy back on the carpet. <laughs> Arnold would be the one who like enables all of our shenanigans. Whenever yeah. we have some like outlandish idea, um, he'll just be like, "Well, why don't we just do it?" Wait, would he be playing Arnold or just some Austrian guy? He would just be some Austrian guy. He'd be some Austrian guy, but he would always be the one that like enables us. We're, we're like we're like scheming to like do something. But the like, whole thing. Well, let's just go do it. My whole thing would be like the thing I would want his stamp to be on is making sure the lines that he says are written in a way that like 
only Arnold like all, could say it. Because yeah, that's, that's kind fair. of the way Frank want, Reynolds like, every... in Always Sunny is um, is written. Because there are like w- one of my f- perfect examples of that is when it's the first episode you see Frank in is season two premiere of Always Sunny, and as he's talking about how. Dennis and Dee's uh, mom, his his wife, they're getting divorced. And the way he breaks that is by telling them that her mother's dead. And they're like, why would you say, we need to do that, just soften the blow. He's not really dead, we're just getting divorced. Why would you say that? And just the, the, the <laughs> having Dane DeVito, the way he says his lines is just so golden. And and another w- example is when, he, after he says that, he goes, Dennis, your mother is a dirty, dirty whore. And like <laughs> only Dane DeVito could say that line. So you have to have lines that only I Arnold see. could That's say fair. perfectly in a comedic fashion. It had to, yeah, you'd have to have Everything good writing. Everything would be quotable. You have to have good yeah. writing. And that's the thing. Arnold already has great quotes in his movies. I, and I think that's why we think he would be the 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 A-list actor who's like has some history that totally. we brought him on the show. People be like, oh shoot, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in this? Also, I get the feeling that Arnold Schwarzenegger says yes to everything. So he might even be yeah, willing he to He said be in yes this. to coming back to the Terminator series when Genesis came out. So I, I'm not like that, that, that movie was not good. It was, was not good. good. It, it, in fact, ruined my dreams of Terminator because I thought Terminator three rise of the machines was the worst one, but it was actually Terminator. It Genesis. ruined your dreams of Terminator. Yeah, Even Terminator, when you're asleep, you're like, yeah, like no, no, it's <laughs> bad. Can't. It's trash. <laughs> it's trash now. <laughs> oh, 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 it's just a dream. But then it actually became reality. <laughs> Then again, I don't know if Terminator Genesis is the worst because you know, we now have Terminator Dark Fate, and apparently that was also trash. Listen, I'm just gonna lay on the line with you, my guy. I don't think the Terminator is really that good. The only anymore. well, the first two are In general, great. Like even like, Terminators listen, one and two. No, 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 Terminators one and two are good, but name a good Terminator movie after none after that. Oh, there's point. there's none. Salvation, you could maybe make, you could make a case for Salvation, and that's fine. But like, name me like a really good like must see Terminator movie beyond yeah. Terminator one or two. It, can't really you like it's something that like is like i haven't seen him so i don't know exactly right i I just don't think that what was that one with uh, amelia clark uh genesis genesis Genesis, yeah that one i wasn't a big fan that one's trash have you seen salvation no with christian bale no because it's it that one's i i think you could make a case for that one being still good because that one isn't about a one of the uh, terminators coming back in time it's It's a it actually takes place during the quote-unquote judgment day apocalypse like that's happened the war between the machines like a humans. prequel to where like John gets the idea to send like Kyle him, Reese and Kyle it's, Reese yeah, and it's back like, and we see Kyle, Kyle Reese, Reese is young. As a he's kid. like he's yeah. like a teen like a nineteen year old right who do you guys so. think would win in a fight between the T eight hundred is that what it is T eight hundred yeah T eight hundred versus James Bond oh T eight hundred um, well. James Bond. Which James Bond are we talking about? Daniel Ooh. Craig. Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Um, I, I say If T-100. it was Sean Connery, then I would say without a doubt James Bond would win. Really? Daniel, Why? Um, there's some, there, there'd just be some ludicrous like Scottish bullshit that James Bond will do. <laughs> and like, it'll just be absolutely ludicrous and undeniably Scottish. And the T-100 like, will just crump. Okay. So, so, so what it is, so what it sounds like, and I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, what it sounds like who is, is saying that Sean Connery He's just more of an iconic guy that he also has just his own well, lines that uh, could be true but 
<laughs> you mean him and Arnold would just trade? <laughs> yes. Like catchphrases, and whoever has the best catchphrase would win. Like Junior. Well, my question: it, it sounds to me like some of the previous iterations of Bond before Daniel Craig were kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Like they had like are. wacky gadgets and yeah. like wacky villains. I mean, do you think Jaws could bite through the T eight hundred? Ooh, potentially Jaws. not like the the villain not the shark, from, not the shark, the villain no, from the James Bond. But the villain, oh. yeah, the villain from James Bond, who's got the teeth. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh. You think so? You're saying like he definitely could bite through. <sighs> I'm not saying for sure, but I, I that's a good. He maybe I, could because he's got sharp teeth, and the reason I, I, I feel like he may is because I also played the James Bond video game. Yeah, that's right, and you can also be the villains in those, and you could be Jaws in one of those. Yeah, he, he's a powerful guy, and you could be Odd Job too. Right? Odd Job, you could be, you could be uh, Scaramanga, who's the the man with the golden gun. You could be Golden Eye, or was it 006, Which um, all I'm saying, I have to say no because against Jod, um, only because it sets it up for a perfect Arnold line. Um, cause like Jod would like try to bite down on like the Terminator's arm, arm, yeah, and it's like, uh, guess your bite wasn't as worse as your bark, and then just blows his brains out. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Arnold like, just always will have the upper hand with the quotes. At yeah, least. he'll like it'll just set it up too perfectly for an Arnold quote. <laughs> Um, and it'll just be over. And I think that the only one that could really outdo it is Sean Connery's James Bond because it'll just be so outlandish and so undeniably like Scottish, especially when like James Bond is supposed to be, you know, British intelligence. Yeah. That Arnold won't stand a chance. Well, that's the thing. You're like to beat the T800 because it's literally like a cyborg. Yeah. Oh, what is it? Cybernetic organism. organism. (laughs) He, um, He's probably going to win against a human in general. I mean, right. the Terminators are meant to be metal able to kill. Metal endoskeleton covered by human flesh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and tissue. If you get to some of the less realistic... I haven't seen Sean Connery, James Bond, but it sounds like it's, it's less so, realistic. So it's, that's that's your only hope is to be like wacky enough to kill yeah. the Terminator. With yeah. your gadgets. Pretty much. One yeah, of my favorite wacky Bond moments, and I don't think it wasn't Sean Connery, but it was an older one. I think it may have been Roger Moore is when he's running, he's literally surrounded by gators. And he, this one, I forgot what movie it was, but he runs atop their fucking heads and they all open their, like, mouth. It's such a, like, funny, uh... Uh, like scene moment. Well, Bond kind of does that in uh, Skyfall. Daniel Craig when he's in the casino and he falls into the Komodo dragon pit. I forgot. And then he like uses one of the Komodo dragons to like spring jump off of so he can get out of the pit. (laughs) It's like a little bit whimsical. It's like, oh, okay, I guess you can just do that. Yeah, it's just ridiculous enough. Yeah. Yeah. James Bond is one of those entities that just, you know, he never dies because he does have so many movies. Oh, definitely. sure, but like I. But think- they always expand on that. The 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 name James Bond isn't exactly for the per. Like there's always different agents. That well, are when James you Bond. are Agent 007, you yeah. become James Bond. Exactly, that's like your designation. That's your name. Yeah. Um, but. You know, uh, unless you're, you know, uh, not a white guy, you know, obviously. I Okay, well, that's getting into a larger conversation, that's but just sticking with thing. Daniel Craig specifically. Yeah, right. I mean, you guys have seen some of the Daniel Craig. I've seen, Skyfall's have. great. Yeah. Skyfall's so, okay, good. well, then you this will be a, a probably kind of a tough question, but I feel like you guys, if you've seen in like even just one, but yeah. right. multiple Craig movies, I feel like you can definitively say this. Is he goaded with the sauce? <laughs> <laughs> Is Daniel Craig... James Bond or just Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig's portrayal of of James James Bond. Bond. Ooh. I 
I'll I'll go with yes on the grounds that I think that everyone really likes Daniel Craig as James Bond to the point where he says that he like he's like done making James Bond movies. Yeah. And they brought him back for two more films. Dang. They just he's like, like Tom Brady. Wait, what? Yeah, so it's like he where tried, Tom Brady said he's retired, but yeah, he just he, he, he's like not yet actually. Yeah, he like tried he's like publicly went on to announce it's like, okay, I'm done making James Bond movies. And then uh they made No Place to Die, which was like another one who's like, no okay, time well, I die, will I finish or well, whatever. Well, yeah. It's just like okay, I That was the other one. There's two. There's well, yeah, no there's place two of them. to die and no oh, there time is? to die. Yeah, so No Place to Die was like, okay, I'll make one more and we'll end like the James Bond story. And that's fine. But then I'm like, I'm straight up done. I'm not making another one. And that's the end of it. And that's when they made no time to and and then, you know, a year or two later, they announced no time to die. And yeah, I don't care. Like, Wait, I'm just trolling. They, is this what really happened? No, pretty that's much. Not yeah. What no, Kuz is being serious. He's saying that there's there is that's not pretty much what a happened. No place to die and a no time. There's no time to die. And and then, but no, there's no recently... place to die. And then there's no time to die. I swear. No, dude. I wish true. I was making this and up. And there's also no space to die either. <laughs> <laughs> He's also in space. Yeah, like, the, the, the Bond villain in that one is an alien. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but no, he like has tried to. He finally is wait, like. Okay, so are done. you standing by this stance, cues that there are two James Bond movies? One of them is called No Place to Die, and there's a different one called No Time to Die, and they're both starring listen, Daniel I'm, Craig. I'm fairly sure that there is, and also <laughs> like, listen, uh, you can listen. Fact check me all you want. I'm about to. The dude, point Ben's is, I can't believe they're naming these dude, James Bond movies such ridiculous. The point things. is, is that he tried to retire. And then they brought him back, not once, but twice. So I feel like the man's a little goaded with the sauce as far as James Bond's go. So I'm going to have to disagree with Kuzer. I do think Daniel Craig is a Well, fan. first off, are you disagreeing about whether there's a movie called No, no I'm definitely disagreeing that there's no, no time to die. Yeah, Listen, I'm it sounds ridiculous, that. but I swear it's true. The I'm, fact that it's so ridiculous is why it's I know true. for a fact so that there's, there's two no things I'm disagreeing with. I'm disagreeing with that for sure, but I'm also disagreeing that Daniel Craig is good with the sauce because I think Pierce Brosnan is good with the sauce because he he, in my opinion, is the best James Bond. And I have only okay. seen a handful of James Bond movies from the different like timelines. I mean, that's that's fine. So I can't like like uh, that's me saying that not as the biggest Bond fan ever, but I do appreciate I do respect and love the, the what I have seen. Fair. And I think Pierce Bros and also Goldeneye is my favorite because that's fair. That that one is about uh, MI6 agent who goes bad, and he was like he tr he was a friend of James spawns and i love that movie also because the guy who plays goldeneye is sean bean who is ned's the honorable oh, ned yeah, stark yeah. in game okay. of thrones season one another movie role that he dies in you're telling me spoilers for yeah. who who those who haven't who seen game of thrones. Seen but then again you're pro i'm gonna be honest okay. don't waste your time don't waste but your time on. i just finished my research here and um <laughs> no place to die does it exist no place to die does autocomplete if you do james bond no p it will com like complete to no place to die but even if you search for no place to die only no time to die comes up because no time to die year. is a movie okay. that came out last well year. Maybe oh, No Place to Die is the next one. I mean, just maybe, like, well, no, the dude. thing is, you're a little bit like James Bond because you definitely stuck to your guns on that one, insisting that there was two. James, I swear, James Bond whatever. Movies. Look, the point is that the last two <laughs> Daniel Craig James Bond films are ones that he like announced that he was retiring and never coming back, and then they made two more. Was that after um, 
nice. Skyfall? Yeah, it was well not after Skyfall because like he made that one. They made the one after it, I think. Spectre? And that's the one, yeah, Spectre. Spectre. And I think that's the one where he's like announced, okay, I'm like done. I'm not gonna make any more James Bond movies. And then they were like, yeah. okay, well, we're gonna make one more, and we're gonna have Jane, like Daniel Craig return to finish the story. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, that's fine. I, I can I can finish the story. That's cool. Did you guys ever? And then see- they made another one. So. And now that one's like done, and that one. That's like, probably you know, no place to die. I don't know. No time but, to die. At yeah. Least. Uh, well, did you guys ever see No Time to Die? No, no. I didn't see either. But I, w- one thing I love about the Bond movies, honestly, is the the song for each of the title. Oh, um, definitely. The yeah. Title we just talked about that with good. Skyfall, the Adele one. Yeah, Adele, Adele Skyfall. So oh, that yeah. one's good. Um, the uh, No Time to Die's Billie Eilish song is good. Uh, Spectre, I didn't get to see, but I'm kind of disappointed because, as much as the movie, the song movie on uh, song for that movie is good, it's it's, it's called Writings on the Wall. It's by Sam Smith. Great movie. Oh. They actually originally came to you know me about Radiohead being of such course. a big fan. They actually approached Radiohead to do the track for that, and they had they actually they made a song. They delayed their album to make the song, and even though they didn't use the song for the movie, they still released the song called Spectre. Cool. And it's a good song. Oh, okay. It's a cool... It definitely still has that James Bond feel to it, but and still definitely Radiohead. a Radiohead song. Oh, it's by Radiohead, though? It's or? by Radiohead, and it's called Spectre. Right. And it's basically a bonus track on the deluxe of their last record that they put okay, out called I've, I've a heard Moonshape the, Pool. Listen, I've heard the Sam Smith version, and I thought it's it was good. good. It's good, but, but dude, um, the spe- the song Spectre by Radiohead, it's a little slower. Okay. But it, at the end, it definitely has that grand, like, uh, well, especially if you've seen enough, if you've seen at least a couple Bond movies, you know that the intro, like the, the right. main title sequence is very visually stimulant and syncs with the music. Okay. Someone made an edit where they took the Spectre intro and added and replaced it with the Radiohead song, and it still totally works. Okay. Well, like that's something I'll have to look into because definitely. I've definitely heard "Writings on the Wall" by Sam Smith. That's a, and and like, it, that's I a good it was song good. too. You know what I mean? But if you're saying there's a Radiohead version, you know, Spectre, and that's like the, what it was supposed to be, then yeah. that's something I should like. I'd I'd be willing to like take time and listen to. I do so. appreciate that. You know, not only as a Radiohead fan, but someone who you know, uh, as me and anyone who has I always mean, listen, listened to Apple Chat, are, they know I'm always going to put my stamp on Radiohead. Uh, listen, dude, you are I think they're the best band ever. You're literally a Radiohead Andy. So if you're I saying am. it's good quality content, then I'll at least investigate. Like for sure, know. that's the thing. Radiohead is just a whole other, you know monsoon of just content and because oh, yeah. their music you, videos their albums they all have a different type of category and and what the genre they want right, to like try right. to experiment with and that's why like, i i think the three albums i could really say that that are like radiohead's best are like in no particular order are okay computer which came out in like the mid 90s right 90, i think 96 or 97 uh kid a which came out in 2000 which has more like experimental electronic stuff right and then in rainbows which is really just uh, uh, just all their kind of music stuff put in one album. It's really so good, and I think In Rainbows, Kid A, and OK Computer are like the three best Radiohead See, albums. See, now that's very epic. Well, before we get uh, lost in the sauce, lost in, yes. <laughs> before we get lost in goaded uh, sauce, yeah, get a tsunami of Radiohead content uh, to to drown in. Um, we are cresting on an hour here, so I right. think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Um, Want to give you guys an opportunity uh first off i want to thank you guys for joining me on another apple chat off script episode and yeah, also give you an opportunity thank you yeah to uh to plug anything you've got because 
Uh, well, I will say also one of my New Year Lunar New Year's resolutions is to be more active on social media. So you know, please uh, hit me up at Koozie uh, King five one four on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, uh, check the description. We yeah, got check links description. to Koozie's stuff. Um, please, you know, feel free to interact. Hit hit me a message. I'm trying to be more active on social media. I like so, that. So you know, please uh, don't be a stranger. Um. um I like that. I will personally be hitting you up, Coos. Thank you. Even though I'm literally looking at you right now right. physically. Um, I like that idea, though, of a little more of a social media presence. Not overtaking it, but, but right. just being a little more active. I guess for me as as the artist, make sure you check out Affable uh, Chat's streams, especially tonight. Um, Even though when you're listening to this, it'll be it'll like be two weeks ago. It'll be two weeks ago. Yeah. But but Tuesday nights, 7 p.m., they're always doing their streams. Beautiful. That's what I do every Tuesday night. I'm always tuning in. Make sure you're listening to the podcast. Um, if you like music, check out my music. It's My name's Nick Heredia. And, and Spotify, you just look up Spotify, Apple Music, Apple music. At Amazon, the whole shebang. You just type in my name. You'll find my, my stuff. I have an album coming out later on this year that my buddy Andrew and I are working on. So That's look, epic. You know, stay tuned for that. I have uh, my current song, Vanilla, is the, the current song I'm trying to push right new now. single so if you want, out now. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So if you want to put that in the description, now. we can do that too. Yeah. And then my social media is NDH the artist on all things. Instagram is NDH underscore the artist. Yeah, same uh, thing, description. I yeah. will check the What's description of this podcast episode. Definitely. But And we'll even put the the uh, the playlist that I made sure. for our, like, the, the sweet Columbia show that we were talking about. If you guys like any jazz music, you'll we'll be able to put that in the description. There Fair we go. Enough. And uh, you basically did my plugs for me, Nick, so I appreciate that. And that's going to do it for this episode. So, um, bye.